This is Emmy and Coco. I hope we have enough time. And hello, this is Emmy and Coco. We're going to be reading The Welly Wishers. It's a group of found living girls who want to do the same dream fun. So true. Do you have that same dream? Yeah. I sure do too. This is called The Rainstorm Brainstorm by Valerie Tripp. Do you want to tell everybody all the Welly Wishers' names? Yeah. Okay. So this is Ashley who likes nature. Uh, Willa who likes painting and crowns. Uh, Kendall who likes building. Camille who likes the ocean and star stuff. And Emerson, who likes wonky donkey stuff and, like, fun stuff. And which one likes nature? Willa. Willa likes nature. And and Emerson likes puppets and wonky donkey stuff. Wonky donkey stuff. And who likes the crowns and the parties? Ashlyn, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Rainstorm Brainstorm. Chapter 1, Birthday Countdown. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. Kendall happily tapped with her hammer. She and Willa had made a sign. It said, only five days until Aunt Miranda's birthday. Aunt Miranda's birthday is coming, said Willa. We'll have a party, said Ashlyn, her eyes sparkling. Let's start planning the party, said Kendall. She flipped open her notepad and held her pencil, ready to write. Wonderland. So many people. Yeah. What kind of a cake shall we have? Kendall flipped to a new page in her notebook. What shall we give Aunt Miranda for her birthday present? She asked. I know, I know, said Ashlyn. Let's give her decorations for the garden so that it looks like there's a party here every day. Ashlyn sang to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Pretty decorations. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Can you sing it for me? Because I don't remember how it goes. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the clouds so high, like a diamond in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Great. Now I remember. Pretty decorations say it's a party every day. Willa had a different idea. Aunt Miranda loves animals, she said. The birthday present that she'd like best would be safe, cozy homes for animals in the garden. Willa sang, homes for birds and squirrels and skunks made of wood or in tree trunks. Homes for skunks, said Emerson, wrinkling her nose. No, the best present for Aunt Miranda is puppets. Then she could put on a show. Emerson pretended that her hands were a puppy puppet and a kitten puppet talking to each other. And she sang, puppy puppet says bow wow, kitten puppet says meow. Animal puppets are only pretend, said Camille. Aunt Miranda would like real animals, something fancy like a peacock or a dolphin. She sang, animals that swim and fly. In the water, in the sky. I think Aunt Miranda would like something that she could use here in the garden, said Kendall. She sang, how about a garden hose 
tied up with some pretty bows. I don't see how we could buy a hose, said Emerson. We don't have any money. We could make puppets out of old socks for free. I still say she'd like a real animal, said Camille, picking up Carrot. She loves the animals that live here in the garden already, said Willa. She'd like cozy homes for them. Stop, said Ashlyn, holding up her hands. We disagree about what we want Aunt Miranda's present to be, but we all agree on one thing. What? asked her friends. Ashlyn said, we want her present to be great. Do you think we should go back to a couple? This is chapter two of the Wiley Wishers Rainstorm Brainstorm. Yep. Called. Oh, chapter one, like the first page. Yeah, and this is chapter two, and it's mm -hmm. called The Tomorrow Pile. Yeah. Do you think our, our listeners will like to hear about a tomorrow pile? Yeah. Do you want to explain what one is now, or should they find yeah, it? Yeah, I want to explain. Okay. So, let's explain what a tomorrow pile is. So, it's a pile that you say you're going to clean up tomorrow, but you don't, and you keep doing that, and you keep saying that, but you don't. And what's it filled with? What is a pile of what? It's a pile of just dirty stuff. A pile of just dirty stuff that you say you're going to clean up tomorrow. Yeah. But you don't. You just say, eh, I'll put that in the tomorrow pile. The Tomorrow Pile. Suddenly, Carrot jumped out of Camille's arms. Lickety-split, boingity-boing, Carrot hippity-hopped away. Hey, where's Carrot going? Asked Camille. Ribbit. Carrot's following that frog, said Willa. Let's see where they're headed. The girls followed Carrot, who followed the frog through the tall grass. Suddenly, plop, the frog jumped into a jumble of old flower pots and disappeared. Carrot didn't mind. He found a cool, green clump of clover and settled down to snooze. What is all this stuff? asked Emerson. With the toe of one welly, she poked at a box. Aunt Miranda calls it the tomorrow pile, said Willa. Some things are broken and need to be fixed, and other things need to be thrown away. She keeps saying that she's going to sort it out tomorrow, but she never gets to it. We could do it for her said Kendall. We could throw away the broken stuff and clear out the space. That would be a helpful present. You mean we'd give Aunt Miranda an empty space where a pile used to be, said Camille. That's a weird present. Besides, I don't want to touch that dirty old stuff, said Ashlyn. I bet there are bugs and worms in that pile. She shuddered. It's a mess. But Kendall, who didn't mind messes, was already squatting next to the pile and carefully separating things. Look at this, she said, holding up a dented mailbox and a muddy watering can. We could repair these and give them to Aunt Miranda for her birthday present. I bet there are other things we could fix up in this pile too, said Willa. Fixed up stuff isn't as exciting as a dolphin, said Camille. True, agreed Kendall, but at least it's something we could give her. And it's free, said Emerson. I think Kendall's idea is good, said Willa. We'll be recycling, and Aunt Miranda likes that. Kendall blew on the mailbox, and a cloud of dusty dirt rose from it. We have some scrubbing to do before any of this stuff is clean enough for a present, that's for sure. Ashlyn stepped back. This'll be a messy job, she said. You're right, said Kendall. The messier, the better. I love messes. It's a good thing we'll be wearing our wellies in case we get wet, added Camille. 
Yes, agreed Emerson. At least our feet will stay clean and dry. Hey, Bug, do you think everybody listening to this story knows what wellies are? Yeah. You do? No. Okay, why don't you tell them? Wellies are really rain boots, but... Don't you want to listen to the rest of the story? Wellies are just rain boots. Yeah, wellies are just rain boots. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the end of chapter two. We'll see you for chapter three. This is chapter three of The Rainstorm Brainstorm. It's called Scrub a Dub Dub. When the girls came to the old shed the next morning, they saw that Kendall had brought work gloves, scrub brushes, rags, and a bucket of sudsy, soapy water. Bubbles, said Camille happily. How fun. She scooped up some bubbles and gently blew them into the air. I like getting wet, so I'll do the scrubbing, said Willa. Willa said, I'll help you scrub. We'll be scrub-a-dub buddies. She churned up the sudsy water so that the bubbles rose up into the air, catching the sunlight. When the bubbles drifted down, they popped with little kisses on Willa's arm. Emerson tied Kendall's apron around her waist. I'll cut the weeds and vines, she said. Then you can pull things out of the pile, Kendall. Okay, said Kendall. I'll make a list of the things we might rescue, said Ashlyn, who didn't want to get too dirty. She picked up Kendall's pencil and notebook. Emerson clipped and snipped. Willa and Camille scrubbed and rubbed. But as the sun rose higher, the day grew hotter and Emerson's hands began to hurt from cutting vines and weeds. Camille and Willa had wrinkled, pruny fingers from washing. Ashlyn was discouraged because even after the things were washed, none of them looked like possible presents. There was an old spring, a flower pot, pans, cans, rusty garden tools, and some pieces of wood. It all looked hopeless to her. Ashlyn made a list of the things they had found. Then she slipped off to sit in the shade and began doodling in the notebook. She sketched flowers and flower pots, leaves and hearts, swirls and smiley faces. She hummed to herself, Pretty decorations say it's a party every day. Emerson swiped the sweat off of her forehead. Cutting tangled up weeds and twisted up vines was hard work. I need a break, she said to Kendall. Okay, Kendall. Emerson swiped the sweat off her forehead. Cutting tangled up weeds and twisted up vines was hard work. I need a break, she said to Kendall. Okay, Kendall mumbled. She was knee-deep in the tomorrow pile, tugging on a spring that was caught in the vines. Emerson took off the apron, draped it over her shoulders like a cape, and tied the strings in a bow under her chin. She held the scissors as if they were a microphone and danced over to join Ashlyn in the shade, singing, Puppet, puppet, says Bow Wow, kitten. Puppy, puppet, says Bow Wow, kitten, puppet, says Meow. Camille caught the spirit of silliness. She put on Kendall's safety goggles and said, Look at me. I'm a deep sea diver. Then she picked up Kendall's hammer and swam it through the air, saying, I found a seahorse. She swished and swooped over to the shade to join Ashlyn and Emerson, singing, Animals that swim and fly in the water in the sky. Willa grinned. Camille was right. The hammer did look like a seahorse. Willa held up Kendall's tape measure. This looks just like a giant ladybug, she said. I'm going to make a terrarium for it. 
Willa joined the other girls in the shade, singing, Homes for birds and squirrels and skunks, made of wood or in tree trunks. All of a sudden, the spring sprang from the vines, and Kendall fell backward. Boink! Look! She said breathlessly, holding up the spring. I got it! But no one answered. Everyone was too busy playing with Kendall's tools in the shade of the big leafy tree. Dun, 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 dun. We'll read this in the morning, okay? Okay, we'll read it in the morning. Okie dokie, chapter four of The Welly Wishers, The Rainstorm, Brainstorm. Chapter. Chickadee Chain Storm. <laughs> Chickadee Chain Storm. Chapter four. No tools, no present, no fooling. The next morning, the girls were back in the garden, singing merrily to the tune of I'm a Little Teapot. We're the welly wishers, we like fun. Here in the garden, under the sun. We love Aunt Miranda, soon we'll say. It's your birthday, hip, hip, hooray. Uh, Did you hear our song, Kendall? asked Ashlyn. It is wonderful, said Emerson. Don't you love it? Kendall didn't answer. She just sat on the bench looking gloomy. Camille sat down next to Kendall. What's the matter? She asked. The song is right, said Kendall. Aunt Miranda's birthday is soon, but we don't have a present for her. You mean we don't have one yet, said Ashlyn. We might never have one, said Kendall. Never? asked the girls in surprise. What do you mean? I can't find my tools, said Kendall. We need my tools to make the stuff from the tomorrow pile into presents. Uh-oh, the other girl said, looking sheepishly at one another. Sorry, Kendall, said Ashlyn. We were playing and then it was time to go home. And I guess we forgot and left your tools under the tree. We'll go and get them right now, said Emerson. Come on, girls. Off they rushed to the shady tree. It had rained in the night, so the ground under the tree was wet and fallen sticks and leaves had glommed together. The girls had to search on their hands and knees looking for Kendall's tools where they dropped them. It was hard to find them because the tools blended in so well with the sticks and leaves. When at last they had found all the tools, they ran back to Kendall and put the tools on the bench next to the playhouse. Here you go, said Willa. Kendall didn't say anything. She didn't need to say anything because her face showed how upset she was. And it was easy to see why. Kendall's hammer was dirty. Her pencil was blunt. Her apron was was wrinkled. Her goggles were smoggy. Her tape measure was tangled. Her scissors were gummy. Her notepad was a soggy mess. Kendall's tools looked as terrible as the stuff in the tomorrow pile. Sorry, said Emerson in a small voice. Sorry, asked Kendall. Her voice was tight and tearful. We were supposed to be working all together, but you quit working to go off and play, she said to her friends. You use my tools as toys. Then you left them out in the rain, and now they are muddy and messy and ruined. Can't use my tools when they're like this, Kendall said. No one can. You can forget about making a present for Aunt Miranda. So now you've ruined her birthday too. Then Kendall stomped away.
Whoa, whispered Willa. No one had ever seen Kendall so upset before. The Welly Wishers felt ashamed. Come on, said Camille. She started picking up Kendall's mucky tools and said, we've got some work to do. To do. No fooling, said Emerson. Okie dokie, chapter five. Brainstorm in a rainstorm. Plip plop, drip drop. Rain pitter pattered on Kendall's umbrella as she came to the garden the next morning. When she looked up, she was surprised to see her friends already there waiting for her. Camille, Emerson, Ashland, and Willa sang to the tune of I'm a Little Teapot. We are very sorry, hear our song. We left your tools out, that was wrong. Now we will return them good as new. Please forgive us, Kendall, do. Willa held out her hand. Come with us, Kendall, she said. We have something to show you. Kendall took Willa's hand, and in a soggy parade, the Welly Wishers splish-sploshed their way to the playhouse. Mud splashed up on the backs of their legs, and rain fell outside their umbrellas like a gray curtain. Oh, gasped Kendall when they went inside the playhouse. Her friends had washed, dried, and polished the stuff from the tomorrow pile, and lined it up along the wall. Kendall's tools were laid out neatly on the table. Kendall stepped toward the table. She hardly recognized her tools. Her friends had not only cleaned them, they had transformed them. The handle of her hammer was painted with jazzy stripes. The new cover of her notepad was decorated with ladybugs and flowers. Her tape measure was painted to look like a ladybug. The frames of her safety goggles were shiny clean, and even her pencil had a pretty blue tip to match her scissors. Oh, 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 said Kendall, gently touching her hammer and her ladybug tape measure. How did you do this? My tools look way better than ever. And that's not all, announced Emerson. Ta-da! Emerson whisked Kendall's apron out from behind her back. Don't you love it? Isn't it wonderful? Yes, said Kendall, beaming. The apron was the most tremendous transformation of all. The girls had added cherry rickrack to the bottom hem and, best of all, a big flowery pocket to hold Kendall's tools. Emerson tied the apron around Kendall's waist. Willow put Kendall's scissors, pencil, notebook, and safety goggles in the big pocket. Camille hung Kendall's hammer in its special holder. There, said Ashlyn. Now you have the world's cutest tool belt. Thank you, said Kendall, admiring her new apron and decorated Yay. tools. You're welcome, said the girls. We're sorry that we messed your tools. We're sorry that we messed up your tools, said Emerson. Do you forgive us? Oh, yes, said Kendall, wholeheartedly. I love my tools and my apron, but she paused. There is one thing that would make them even more wonderful. What? asked the girls. This, said Kendall, handing her hammer to Camille, her scissors to Emerson, her notebook and pencil to Ashlyn, and her tape measure to Willa. Now my tools are perfect because we're all using them together. Because we're all using them together. Hooray, said Willa. 
waving the ladybug tape measure as if it were cheering. Let's go measure something. Yes, laughed Camille. Ladybug tape measure? Mm-hmm. Oh, I always tape. Ladybug tape measure. See? Yes, laughed Camille, making the hammer swim through the air like a seahorse. I'll come with you. Emerson picked up the mailbox and opened its door like a big mouth. Me too, she said to the ladybug and seahorse as if the mailbox were talking. Ashlyn laughed. They're almost like puppets, she exclaimed. Kendall shouted, that's it. The other girls looked at Kendall. The only sound was the rat-a-tat-tat of the rain on the roof. I've had a brainstorm, said Kendall. A brainstorm, asked Camille. Yes, said Kendall. You've shown me how, you've shown me how we can give Aunt Miranda all the things we want to give her. How, asked the girls. Kendall said, you decorated my tools to make them pretty, like art, and now we can also play with them, like toys. Well, what if we do that stuff, what if we do that with the stuff from the tomorrow pile? We could paint it and make it into fun stuff to look at, or play with, like animals, Camille burst in, or homes for animals, said Willa, with pretty decorations, said Ashlyn, or like puppets, exclaimed Emerson opening and shutting the mailbox again as if it were a real mouth. Right? Look! Mm, little, little carrot went inside of the mailbox. Right? She made the mailbox say, Right, laughed Kendall. Now you're talking. And all five girls ran to the pile of stuff and began choosing things to make for Aunt Miranda. Which chapter is this? Chapter six. Chapter six, the last and final chapter. Happy birthday, Aunt Miranda. On the big day. Of Kendall's brainstorm. Of Kendall's brainstorm. On the big day, Willa rang Aunt Miranda's doorbell. And when she opened the door, the girl sang... Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Aunt Miranda. Happy birthday to you. Thank you for singing to me, said Aunt Miranda. We have birthday presents for you, too, said Ashlyn. But they're not the kind you can unwrap, said Camille. You'll love them, gushed Emerson. They're wonderful. Come with us, said Kendall, and the Welly-Wishers led Aunt Miranda to her first present. Aunt Miranda, we know how much you love all the animals that live here in the garden, said Willa. So, I thought that you'd like a cozy home for some of them, she added jokingly. This home's for the birds. What a beautiful birdhouse, said Aunt Miranda. I'm sure that the birds in the garden will love it as much as I do. Thank you, Willa. Oh, I didn't make it myself said Willa. We all worked together. All of us worked together on my idea too, said Ashlyn. She tugged on Aunt Miranda's hand, pulling her farther along the garden path. I wanted the garden to look all ready for a party, so we made these decorations. Oh, how lovely, said Aunt Miranda. They're perfect for a party. Wait till you see my idea, said Emerson, skipping backward as the girls led Aunt Miranda to the stage. These are more decorations for the garden, said Emerson. But guess what? We made them look like a kitty and a puppy. 
Bravo, clapped Aunt Miranda. I love garden art and I love animals. And these are both. My present is an animal too, said Camille. It's over here. Camille and the other girls led Aunt Miranda to the shady tree. Now watch. Whoosh. Camille blew as hard as she could and the weather vane chicken spun around. Aunt Miranda clapped with delight. Now I'll always know which way the wind is blowing, she said. That's a very helpful chicken. My present is also helpful, said Kendall. Would you like to see it? Yes, please, said Aunt Miranda. Then follow me, said Kendall. The other girls giggled as Kendall led Aunt Miranda to the old shed. At first, I wanted to give you a garden hose, said Kendall. But I think this signpost that we made will be just as useful and helpful as a hose. I think so too, agreed Aunt Miranda. If visitors are walking through the garden, this signpost will help them if they're wondering which path to take. She's why is that straight and why is that straight? Well, some of them are a little bit straight and some of them are a little bit crooked. It's kind of like when we talk about whether things need to be perfect or if it's okay with being just good enough. Look. Mm-hmm. That one goes and that way. Tell me what, yeah. And the other one goes that way. Yeah, they show you. That's probably the playhouse and that's probably Amaranda's house. And then where's where's the tea? Where do you go to have tea? That's coffee, actually. No, I think it's tea for them. But mm. girls don't drink coffee. It's where they have tea parties. No, it might be there and uh, And there's Carrot's Hutch that way. Okay. Um, she smiled. Now I am Carrot. Wait. If visitors are walking through the garden, this signpost will help them if they're wondering which path to take. She smiled. Now I am curious, where on earth did you get the materials to make all these great gifts? You'll see, laughed Kendall, as she led Aunt Miranda around to the back of the shed. We use stuff from the tomorrow pile to make the presents, said Kendall. See, your pile is gone. Oh my goodness, she exclaimed. Thank you for clearing out that pile. Did it oh. really say, oh my goodness? Yeah, it says, oh my goodness, exclaimed Aunt Miranda. Thank you. Like, why did you ask that? Because you wanted to know. Oh, if it said, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Nope, it says, oh my goodness, exclaimed Aunt Miranda. Thank you for clearing out that pile of old stuff for me. That's a great present, too. The pile is gone, the stuff in the pile was reused, and I love the presents that you all worked together to make for me. Then the Welly Wishers sang, Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Aunt Miranda. Every day we love you. 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 Aunt Miranda smiled. This is an altogether great birthday. Yeah! Would I get still on the podcast? Yeah, so I'm going to just reread that part. Aunt Miranda smiled. This is an altogether great birthday, she said. Thanks to Kendall's rainstorm, brainstorm, laughed the Welly Wishers all together. Wait. Yes? We made this. We kind of did. Didn't we make our own? A watering can? Yes. Yes. 
Okay, it's actually done now. I wonder where Daddy is. You can make a me answer. I can't hear. You're singing your song now. It's recording you. Let me sing this whole song. Then me, then I'll tell you a little more story. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me wait. <laughs> okay, now can I sing a little story? Sure. This is Eddie. I'm just going to do a little story from my voice. I hope you like this. Got three more minutes until I'm over. This is Emmy Docking Trees for Living Bee and Bumblebee. Let me tell you something I see. Emmy, Emmy, Emmy Trees, let me tell you I can eat. Emmy, 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 Emmy. Let's go, Emmy, 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 Emmy. Okay, here's the story. Once upon a time, there was a little goat who wanted its mama. It went, pah, pah, but it couldn't find its mama. So then it asked the butterfly to come along and, and help him find its mama. And then the sheep asked, are you looking for your mama too? And the butterfly answered, yes, I'm nine. And the sheep answered, yes, I'm and let's look together, said the nine-year-old. Let's look together, said the nine-year-old. And they marched along, saying, We're best friends in a whole new world. We're new friends in a whole new world. March along, march along with us. Then something scary happened. A big scary rain cloud happened and thunderstorm and they both got under a tree until it was done the end